Hey, listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. Hey guys, before we start the episode, we want to tell you about something that's really exciting that's happening December 5th. December 5th! In New York City. New New York York City! We are doing a Bradshaw Boys live episode. What? Who's coming? Who's listening? Who's going to buy a ticket? Who's going to meet us in person at the meet and greet? (laughs) (laughs) We got a meet and greet going. Yeah, the meet and greet is called The Show. The live show. Come on stage. Feel free to interrupt whenever you want. Yeah, just if you want to come to the meet totally. and greet, buy a ticket to the show, and just walk on to stage. It'll be totally fine. That's it's going to be a season four finale show. Mm-hmm. That's right. We've done season one, two, and three finales just in the studio. Mm-hmm. We've also done we've done all kinds of stuff in the studio, but we want to do this season four with you. Yeah, yeah. we're going to talk about our favorite moments from season four. We're going to have some fun Sex in the City stuff there. Mm-hmm. We'll have prizes. We'll have guests. Guests. I think we'll have like a specialty drink there probably yeah. too. Um, so hop on over to uh, the bio in our Insta mm-hmm. or in our Twitter or on our website, thebradshawboys.com, and we'll have places for you to buy tickets. Yep. Yeah. Or go to Google and type coolest thing to do on December 5th. Yep. We'll, we'll be the number one thing that pops up. Easily, no matter what has happened in that day. For sure. It's uh, going to be at the Crane Theater in New York City, which is on East on, 4th. On East 4th Street mm-hmm. in the East Village. Not West it's, 4th Street. That's where the basketball courts are. That's yeah. right. And Steve is there right now just mm-hmm. draining threes. It's at East 4th and 2nd Avenue. It's not a huge theater, so get your tickets. We're thinking this thing's going to sell out. If all of our fans that said they're going to come really do come, and we hope you do. You really want to be there for when Christopher Noth does the push-up contest. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So come for that. Bring your muddy basketballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pass them to us. Just whip them at us on stage. Bring your own hat and see if it'll fit on Aiden's head. Yeah. It's or gonna my be, head. Or John's head. Yeah. John's the Aiden of our yes. Hey, and David Eigenberg, if you're listening... Just show up. Don't tell us you're going to be it. Just show, show up and be like, Steve's Surprise here. Us. Now, yeah. there's no indication I've ever gotten that, that David Eigenberg, who plays Steve, <laughs> listens to this podcast. Or even knows what it is. But covering our bases. Yeah, same goes to you, Cher. Yeah, and same goes to you, New Yankee. Uh-huh. New Yankee. <laughs> you show up. I don't even know your name as an actor, but I yeah. hope you're there, New Yankee. That's same right. goes to the entire real Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Show up. Uh, we'll be there. We hope you are too. Get mm-hmm. your tickets. It's gonna be we're, super fun. We're gonna Hang party. Hang Steinbrenner. He'll buy you a drink afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's gonna be super fun. And uh, there's a bar there, and we'll get a drink afterward. Maybe we'll get a Cosmo together. But mm, get boom. your tickets and uh, enjoy this next episode. We can't wait to see you, December fifth, Crane Theater, New York City. Bradshaw Boys Live. We love you. You're now listening to the Bradshaw Boys. A podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So duck.
dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even the Cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex in the City for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber. And today we have a very special guest, a comedian, an actress, and a voice <laughs> for a generation. Lucy Pohl, everybody. Hi. Hi. Lucy. Hi. Lucy, uh, I I'm just... a voice. A voice. Yeah. We just realized that um, I did not inform you what we're doing on this podcast at all. <laughs> That's so. true. Yeah. Which is great. I love that. Because then I probably, was... I would have overthought everything yeah. as a Jew. <laughs> it's actually it's the easiest podcast to sometimes when we tell people it's about sex in the city they get overly intense because they're like i've only seen the show one time through and i'm like yeah. can we watch the episode it's fine that's what would have happened to me yeah. yeah yeah i would have started coming up with like sex in the city material yeah, yeah. on the way here <laughs> well now i got you fresh exactly yeah. there you go most of our guests dress like one of the characters so we're like a little <laughs> oh bit God. disappointed no, <laughs> wait we said um it's charlotte guys <laughs> you do have charlotte. brown hair i do so. have brown hair exactly go. yeah did you watch the show growing like what's your relationship wait, wait, wait. before to we talk show? about the show we said that you're a voice but oh yeah you're I mean, like, it's on the episode description if you look at your phone right now. But, like, if you're listening to this and you want to know what you're a voice of, tell us what you're a voice of. You're a comedian as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm a comedian as well. <laughs> but I do a voice on a video game called Overwatch, and I voice a character called Mercy. Which is a massive video game. Yeah, it's pretty really big. big. Um, well, huge game, yeah. A lot John, of people John, like wildly it. Wildly popular. John just told us a term that I knew the term, but I didn't know the... The acronym RPG. The, it's or no, it's well, an no, FPS, FPS, right? First person yeah. shooter. Yeah, yeah. When I when first person shooter, of course I knew yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> when I got back from uh, Edinburgh, which is where we met, I told John I was like I was like a friend I met over there um, might do the podcast. She's uh, Mercy in the video game Overwatch, and John's like, holy shit! Whoa! Yeah, people That's that amazing. know the game always yeah. freak out about it, and then other people are like, wait, so do you dress up like the character? Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, no, no. And then at some point, they're like, so you're just the voice? But it's not. It's not just the voice. Wait, wait do you have to put on like the oh, outfit and stuff? No, like I suit? don't. But I'm saying it's not just the voice because people spend so much time playing these characters yeah. and with these characters um, basically in their ear all for hours and hours yeah. and hours so it it becomes like they start to identify with the character yeah. and they really kind of embody that's the thing about first person shooter games too you're yeah. playing as the character yeah. so it would be you like, are the character it'd be like if we had carrie bradshaw's laptop on the show people would like <laughs> that's people would what i lose, feel lose. like I Lose feel like the laptop. That. Yeah, you do. On the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Have you um, ever had anyone recognize you by voice alone? Have you ever talked to someone and they're like, you sound really familiar? That's happened, but people know what we look like now. So oh, I've also gotten recognized. Gotcha. Like, yeah. One of the first times was in a cafe here in New York and the waiter came to my table and he was like, I'm so sorry. This is very unprofessional. But and then in my head, I was like, oh, this guy's going to tell me that I can't sit here because I'm not eating. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Oh, can I curse? Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. yeah, you can. Um, and I was like, fuck that guy. I waited tables for like seven years in New York. I'm going to tell him that he can't fucking tell me shit. <laughs> and then I started listening to what he was saying. And he was like, I'm a huge fan of your work on Overwatch. I was like, oh, my God, I was about to curse you out. <laughs> that's uh, awesome. Yeah. That's so that's, it's happened. Yeah. Um, my favorite. Uh, what will you will you tell one of the funniest parts about your show? 
um, cause you do a whole like stand up show about your experiences as like this video game person and, uh, you're notorious on the internet. You're the oh. second <clears throat> most searched. Yeah. Uh, the second most searched non people porn term for like, yeah, for like animated porn like, on Pornhub. Yeah. At least in 2018. I don't know if it's still, <laughs> if I'm still up there, but yeah. You got, no, you got knocked down to three. Sa- Scooby-Doo Diva still? Was, Diva was or Diva. Was yeah. Is Diva another no. character? Diva's another watch? character, yeah. yeah. No, num- number one is Wario. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> Wario slash Waluigi. <laughs> no, stop it. Mercy, oh kink, <laughs> Yoshi porn. Yeah, there's um, a lot. I found out about tentacle porn. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. It is a thing. But wait, so it's animated to people... Season five, Sex and the City, they get into tentacle <laughs> They should have. Yeah, Carrie, Carrie Samantha goes through a Cthulhu fetish. An octopus. Yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm in love with this octopus. Carrie gets really into magnet. Yeah. yeah. I just so don't, hot. I don't, um, I don't know. I can't, I guess it makes sense if people are into fictional you know, porn. You know but. why tentacle porn started? There's a, there's, I, there's. There. I love that he knows yeah. like, the history of ten- yeah. tentacle porn. So when I got into it, no, there's yeah. uh no, there's, there's some documentary about the artist and they said that it was like rigid rigid like mores in japanese society and they were like you can't show you can't show penetration from human parts and it was basically a technicality where they were like well what if we could just show it from something else <laughs> what like, if well, it's what an else? octopus yeah. like, what if it's a tentacle and then it like wildly wow. took off from there. that's the thing is <laughs> human human beings were so creative you so know creative. people put a wall in front of you and it's like I, I, I can't go around this wall, but how someone can we puts, go through? Someone puts a wall in front of you and you just fuck it with a tentacle. Exactly. <laughs> That's how you get around exactly. That's how you get around that wall. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So cool. uh, what, going back to the original question, Kevin, yeah. is what is your experience with Sex and the City? My experience with Sex and the City. I mean, I guess I've watched a few episodes of it. Mostly, though, I was really into Patricia Fields growing up. Oh. And she does all the costumes. Yeah. yeah. And so that was kind of what I was more into, I guess, whenever I'd watch a show. I would never, like, seek it out. If it was on, I'd mm-hmm. watch it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. How, how'd you get into Patricia Field outside of Sex in the City? Because I was a cool kid growing okay. <laughs> up in New York City. Um, you're from New York, right? I grew up in New York. Okay. Yeah. She used to have a store on 8th Street. And 8th Street used to be like a cool place to hang out in the 90s. Like there was a lot of cool stores and you'd go there after school and there was oh, like cool. piercing stores and just like cool, you know, clothing stores and stuff. So we just like meet up on 8th Street. And they had this really, she had a really great store on 8th Street with all this like insanely funky clothes, her clothes and then clothes from Japan and like stuff you'd find nowhere else. And then they moved to West Broadway and I grew up downtown. So it was kind of just like, I don't know, it was just around and it was like punk Mm -hmm. and sort of just like funky and cool shit, you know? That's cool. Yeah. That's actually cool. That's the, you're the first person we've had that is like... The show, whatever, but Patricia Field. Yeah, um, it's and- exciting to, to watch the show and talk about specifically the fashion, <laughs> the, that she, the choices that she used. Yeah. So, did you did you ever meet Patricia Field? I've met her once. Yeah. I've Was it at her. the store? Was that at her store? I've met her at the store. Yeah. I met her at the store because she used to do events there, especially when they moved the store down to the Bowery at the end before it closed, which was her apartment. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That that just closed a few years ago, right? Closed, I think, like three years ago. Yeah. It's pretty Does she have another one now or is it just? No, no, Hmm. no. That's like an end of an era. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 So growing up in New York, did you... uh, 
did Sex and the City resonate with you at all when you watched the episodes? Did you see things and be like, oh yeah, that no. is accurate, or was it like a completely different experience? I for mean, you? I was like younger than the characters when yeah. it was when it was on, so it didn't resonate for me in that mm-hmm. sort of way. And then I think that you know they the show did kind of change the city a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, no, I never thought it, it portrayed like my New York. Yeah. It was like my experience of New York was much grittier and like, um, and kind of different and more diverse also. Yeah. You know, sure. that was always like, I guess also my problem with that show girls that I was like, Oh, that's not my experience of New York. Mm-hmm. Right? My experience is way more diverse and mm-hmm. gritty and kind of like, um, more there's more like contrasts in New York than these yeah. shows kind yeah. of portrayed. Of but at the same time, it wasn't geared towards teenagers really mm-hmm. anyway, was yeah. it? I mean, it's, it's funny because we get so many people on that are from like, they're from Texas or they're from, uh, you know, Illinois. Ohio or something in their life. Everybody's from Ohio. I know. <laughs> and, uh, but those people are like, I saw that. And then it like made them want to move to New York. Cause it's like, that seems so exotic. And so to someone who like lived downtown, oh, no, it's I'm like, it was, it was a tame no, no. version of what I'm living through. <laughs> yeah. Not, not the party pooper, but it's just like, oh yeah, that's, that's not, that's just not like, oh, New York is cool. Like you're already in New York. Yeah. So you didn't need a representation to to make you be like, I need to go there one day. No, it was more there. like, oh, that's not really what yeah. it's like. And yeah. then, but they did kind of, I guess, especially the meatpacking district, that mm-hmm. wasn't really a place that was like chic at all. Yeah. And I do feel like Sex in the City kind of, um, you know, put that on the map yeah. as like a cool place to hang out, I guess. Yeah. And, and yeah, I guess you're right. A lot of people moved here wanting that little townhouse apartment <laughs> with the little bay window or whatever. Yeah. Boy, were they surprised. Yeah, exactly. Those people who moved here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, um, you mentioned that it did, it did change a lot. And you mentioned the, the meatpacking district. What was the first thing that you noticed really was changing in your New York city experience? I don't know if I can really pinpoint like a certain thing. I just think that like it changed the tourism. Like a lot of people came just to see those locations, yeah. obviously. And yeah, the meatpacking district. I remember one episode that I watched, or maybe it's in a lot of episodes where like the hookers keep Sam- Samantha up at night. Yeah, and yeah. She like mm-hmm. are, like yells at them. Is uh-huh. that like a recurring yeah, yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, that was yeah. we just, just seen once. it once. Yeah, when I she moved to the meatpacking so, district. So yeah, I yeah. guess I saw that episode, and that was kind of like what it was like. Yeah. And then, but because they they portrayed this like very glamorous, chic. New York experience, I do feel like the meatpacking district started changing. Maybe it's a coincidence that it like, you know, yeah. coincided with the show kind of becoming bigger. But maybe that's one thing that I noticed changing. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely meatpacking district now is crazy. It's like I mean, yeah, I feel like yeah. it's I don't know if it's like they got it when it was on the way, like when it was changing and then they put it on the map as right. it was changing. But now it's like there's the Apple store there. There's like a big Patagonia yeah. store. Gan- it's Gans Hotel. Yeah. There's that just, one bar, Hogs and Heifers, that was cool yeah. for a while. That was the that original was like, Coyote Ugly, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Coyote so, yeah. 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 And that that now is like it's like a candy store, I think. Oh, or no. it's a it's like a Dylan's yeah. candy yeah. bar. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> oh God, that's horrible. <laughs> well, we're watching. Um, we're in season four. We're okay. watching episode sixteen. It's called cool. "Ring a Ding Ding." And just right. to bring you up to speed, Carrie and her boyfriend Aiden. Are you familiar with Aiden? 
Uh, when I see him, I probably yeah, yeah, yeah. will. Well, you may yeah, not you because the last thing that happened was they were they they bought apartments next to each other. They were going to knock down the wall. She spent the one and only night in the other apartment, and then she said they that was it. That was the end of Aiden. So, so apparently he may be in this episode. He might not. We're not sure. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but we're so excited, though. <laughs> I'm so ready for this. Episode. I'm very, very, very. Wait, excited. what did what did Katie, your wife, what did she tell you? She said, "If you hate Carrie Bradshaw now, just wait until you see this episode." Oh, so, you hate Carrie Bradshaw? Not a fan. I don't hate her. Cool. I don't hate her. I, I, I don't cool, want to be her friend. Can we do a quick, right. quick five second predictions of if she said, if we hated Carrie now, we'll definitely hate her more. What do you think she does? Do you think it has to do with big I or does she, she abandon a friend? I, I don't, I can't think of anything to make me like her less. Does she, maybe she like murders a group of virgins or something like that for your context like carrie is incredibly selfish, selfish. yeah she will and so like that's where a lot of john's i bet she does something to miranda that's what i think Ooh, i think she because ditches, of the baby yeah i think it's something like does selfish. miranda already have a baby she's pregnant. Oh, yeah. she's pregnant oh, okay okay yeah that's my I found guess. that annoying what <laughs> that, when she had a baby <laughs> i'm like what is that all about that's like not the show is it <laughs> so funny. i'm excited to talk about that let's watch right. the episode and come back and all we'll right, chat we go. chat about it all okay Bye. episode 64 ring a ding ding carrie is forced to buy her apartment back from aiden or move out mr big writes her a check as a loan but she doesn't know whether or not she should accept it Charlotte doesn't know what to do with her engagement ring. Miranda has to refurbish her wardrobe after gaining pregnancy weight. Samantha tries to trick Richard into saying he loves her. And now, back to the boys. And we're back. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome. Ring a ding ding. Ring a ding ding. Oh, ring a ding ding. For the apartment and the ring. The ring. Yeah. Ding dong. All right. Ring a ding what episode? Ding. That yeah. Was, uh, John, why don't you give us a quick recappers? All right. What's it all worth? That's the that's the question of the episode. Right. Um, and even thought about how much. So, Carrie uh, and Aiden split up. Of course, Aiden uh, is giving her the option to buy her apartment. This is Carrie uh, needs to purchase the apartment. Um, Samantha keeps receiving gifts from uh, Richard that are signed best. She later finds out that it's his assistant buying the, the gifts from uh, for her. Um, Charlotte is, I guess her storyline is that she's happy putting on her wedding ring when she's alone in her house and is also trying to get back into the workforce. And then uh, Miranda's a fart box. Yeah, oh, she keeps on farting. Good. She's blo- she's gassy and bloated because she's pregs. She's pregnant. They do. They do fart jokes. Well, they the series as a whole takes on the farts way more than most TV shows. Yeah, there's a a fart one with Carrie early. Then yeah. there was one uh, yeah. where Jim Gaffigan Jim plays Gaffigan a boyfriend where he's just like yeah. taking loud open. deuces with the door open. Oh, and really? then between this, like, there's a lot of fart material. Yeah. I think this episode just right out of the gate did not have a clear story arc for every single character. I would just say though that like this was one of the first shows with a female protagonist. So I think it was probably like a little bit groundbreaking to have them fart and Mm. do fart jokes. That was more of a man thing. Right. So yeah. And I'm probably why it's fart heavy. I, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) There was a fart episode of third rock from the sun 
which where uh oh, who were the i always wondered if aliens farted uh, well, one of them does. I can't, I Space can't remember like any. T- I don't. I don't remember seeing too many farts in TV shows. Yeah. Well, it's just. It's just a well, difficult. Men always fart, but yeah. women it's didn't like, really fart. Yeah. Too. It's like a like Tim Allen type thing. I just like thought of Kevin of Home Improvement too. Yeah. How weird. <laughs> that's, that's funny. So I wonder if there's like. That's exactly when I said like in, when you said I haven't seen a lot of farts in TV shows. I thought of Home Improvement. Yeah, you're like that's Wilson. So Wilson's behind the fence. Oh, just weird. <laughs> ripping ass back there. Heidi ho neighbor. Heidi ho neighbor. Strange. Um, the um, yeah. Let, okay. So who should we tackle first? I mean, what storyline should we start off with? I mean, the well, whole I, thing sort of revolves around Carrie's yeah. storyline, and then Richard and Samantha kind of have one, too. Yeah. Let's start I off think, with Carrie. Well, I think right out of the gates, this is the most real-feeling episode we've ever seen in the show. Oh, my God. I think, really? I was just going to say the problem I have with the show or watching this episode. First of all, I realize I haven't watched the show in so long, but mm-hmm. it feels so fake and really? superficial and sort of like get the gloves out let's do this in. like it just seems mm. like they're not they're they touch on stuff that's real yeah. you know especially that um scene where we see sh- her sitting with her back to the camera and she talks about you know being alone mm, right. and um i i Again, I, yeah, but it doesn't really go that deep because they always have to wrap it up in a nice bow at the end, right? That's or true. Because they do always wrap it yeah. up yeah. in a nice I, bow. I guess the 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 struggle of so many people who live in New York City is one of a financial hardship. And the, you know, Kevin even mentioned like this is the most I can relate to Carrie Bradshaw when she's trying uh, to get a loan. But that's such bullshit because it's like she has seven hundred ninety four dollars in savings, but she's on a bus and she has shoes and she's. But and she goes to fancy restaurants and and she lives in a nice place and she doesn't lose her place. So everything has a button. Like the yeah. characters uh-huh. have a button. Every scene yeah. has a button. The episode has a button. So there and so it just stays on this like superficial level well, for me. I think you know. No, I think I know what you mean because there is. It, it was sort of like seemed like this is our opportunity to show some of the real side of what it'd be like, and so it was. It was like that, but without any stakes because we know she's going to yeah, be fine. Yeah, exactly. Like we know. And it sort of mocks that whole thing. It's sort of like, it feels to me like they're sort of mocking this like problem yeah, that like, real New Yorkers have. Yeah, I yeah think like, oh, how much is the bus? Oh, I guess I got to take that. And yeah. of course I know that's the game of the character. Yeah, I get right. that. But it just feels like, yeah, they could they could have gone a little further yeah. with it. I think the solution was fabricated. Like, like that's totally. not a real New York experience, but the, the mindset of not having a lot, having to make sacrifices, looking at a shitty apartment above a curry restaurant felt a little bit more authentic New York than some of the other things that we've seen. Yeah. I do hear you that, that yeah, it, it got wrapped up in a very unrealistic way. Like if she was a real New Yorker, she probably would have moved back to Ohio to live with her parents. Yeah. And <laughs> like also, yeah. And they've actually never taken public transportation in the show ever. They right. always only take cabs. Yeah. And I felt like the, 
this was the first time that she was like, I have but to take the bus. I That doesn't Which bother me that good, much babe. because like in the 90s and stuff, we all took cabs because they were all like $5 basically right. wherever you went. Hmm. Um, so like, yeah, we took the bus too. But I, the cab thing, I don't think is that weird for the time because hmm. um, they were a lot cheaper back then. Yeah. What's weird is is for them to essentially almost never acknowledge the subway at all and this being a perfect opportunity to but it's like yeah. what new yorker goes from cabs to then be like oh i have to take the bus but i just Wouldn't still, it be the subway i just don't think it's for me it's like so not relatable mm-hmm. that you'd be like so annoyed by having to take the bus it's yeah. like i think part of the experience of being a new yorker is that you like yeah you hail a cab you jump in a cab and if it's faster to take the train you'd right. never take a cab up fifth avenue because yeah. it would be there the traffic would be too crazy so you and so and that's what's great about new york you see super you know decked out fancy ass people on the train homeless people they're all rubbing elbows Mm -hmm. with each other so i think that's something that's very inauthentic like if Mm -hmm. they were true new yorkers they'd be hopping on the train hopping in a cab hopping on the bus whatever gets them wherever they need to go yeah i bet there's a i bet there's something it was just hard to film on the subway i guarantee you there's some simple thing that it's like we can never film on the subway and therefore we're just not going to write about it and bring it up because they just it's it's almost at this point it's odd that that there must be a reason why they yeah, never might, even talk about it. It might be, but they also move in like certain like, higher end circles. No, I, air, like they don't move around Manhattan that much, do they? They don't like go all, all the way uptown and all the way downtown. No. They're kind well, of they're, in like they, a radius. They go between upper. They go between like. Upper East Side and Lower Manhattan. Right, That's kind of Wait, Carrie's Upper East Side, right? Carrie lives on the Upper East. Right, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. And, like, and then Samantha And Vogue would downtown. be in Midtown Samantha, if she's meeting with Vogue. Yeah, Vogue would be in Midtown. Samantha's right. apartment's meat in Meatpacking. Yeah. They yeah. go down to Wall Street sometimes. Where does right. Where does Miranda live? Uh, upper West, West Side? Upper West, I think. Mm. Upper West, That's, Realistically, yeah. they'd never hang out ever. That's true. How much is four and a half? How many words do you think she's writing? Well, I was thinking about that. If you write those like long pieces, oh yeah, or like two thousand words or something like Mm. that. But even like a normal, like a normal article, I think it's between five and eight hundred words. Yeah. So like the math on like an eight hundred word article, that's that's pretty good. It's like thirty two hundred dollars for something like that. I think pick up some extra work. Two hundred dollars, two thousand, thirty two hundred, thirty two hundred. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty good. That's great. Yeah. That's great. To, and it's funny. Know, for that. Well, it's funny how, yeah, like there's the shoe thing, but it's also like if she has, it seems like Carrie Bradshaw, the character would be not just like, oh, I should email Vogue. It seems like if she had an opportunity to write more for Vogue, she'd be like, hustle that. So that part didn't ring totally true it, to me. I also feel like though, the way they play out her job, it doesn't, doesn't like, it makes it seem like her being on buses, like it makes it seem like her job as a columnist is better than writing for Vogue. Like the way they play this show, it's not like she's trying to climb to some other level. She's like one of the top faces of writers in the city. Like that's the way they play this out. It's always like, oh, you're Carrie Bradshaw. But I feel like, and I mean, or maybe they only play when they want to play it. I, I feel like what, I feel like a lot of what this episode was, was they're having to reset and they're ha- they have to pay for a few sins in the character development mm. that they have to reckon with. That they they have to try and make her life realistic. And it's like mm. it hasn't been for so long that now then when they have to face they have to justify certain things. It's like ah, eh, that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. And we've been in a fantasy land, and now when you bring reality to it, it's sort of like 
eh, you, this is not your strength. I mean, the Vogue thing to me just felt like, I thought the Vogue thing was like, she was like, I got them to $4 a word. Like it's, she's basically like, can walk into anywhere and be like, I need some freelance work. What can you offer me? Bring, bring it up. Yeah. That's what I thought that was. But what's annoying to me is that it's like, Oh, I have to do freelance work. Yeah. It's like, Fuck yeah. you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, no, totally. Why are you but, so like, why are you so whiny about that? I don't know. It just, well, now that, you understand why John to. hates Carrie. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate Carrie. I strongly dislike her. And this episode did not help at all. I think yeah. she was pretty, she was pretty low in this episode. Well, the way, the, specifically the way she treated Charlotte, I think was completely unreasonable. <laughs> it was unreasonable, but also the, like, what was her plan? Cause she, she says to her friends, Big and Charlotte, and each time the people are like, here's the problem you yeah. presented us with. Right. We will help you with it. She's like, no. no. <laughs> yeah. No. That, that, so like, why'd that, she even go? Did she go to Big? Did like, what's a stock I should invest in? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I, have, like, I have $400 to turn into 30000 How do I do that? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Just take a check. Yeah, that doesn't, when, when someone offers me a problem and then isn't, like, doesn't want to hear a solution that I offer back, it, like, I get like some sort of, error message in my brain. And I'm can like, we also why? say that when was this, when did this episode come out? In 2005? 2001. 2001. 2001. Yeah. $40,000 for an apartment. When I saw the down, down payment. payment. Down payment. Oh, so down payment. Down payment. Yeah. Oh. If it was but 2005, they'd be handing out okay. mortgages left and right. So that would have yeah. been yeah. 20%, right? That would be 20%. So that yeah. would mean that's like, uh, it's like two, if it's 30%, none of us can do math. Two hundred thousand. So wait, thirty. Be, so no, yeah, ten, that's not. 200. Is it twenty? Twenty percent? Thirty? Wait, ten percent would be twenty. Be one hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, two hundred fifty thousand dollar apartment. Yeah. Yeah. No. In no. two thousand one. Mm. $150,000. Well, it was rent, it was rent he, controlled. Maybe. But if he got it for a deal, what the deal was, Aiden got it. He wasn't. Whatever he bought it Making for. Making money off her. Yeah. Mm. And he has to renovate it. I mean, it's it's definitely on the low end. She definitely. You'd think she'd be able to scrounge up. She. And she had lived there for a long time before. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, at the same Maybe time, it's, a, it's a TV now. show and it's not a documentary. So yeah. it's like they're not trying to say that it's real. So at the same time, like, fuck that. But it's just not very relatable. Well, the I, I just think kind of feel like mm. we've we've talked about this, too, before that. It's like one of the reasons why the show's enjoyable when it's most enjoyable to watch is when when it is like a, it's filmed realistically, but it's a fantasy that it's mm. like none of this exists. So th that just there was a bunch of those things that it's like, it's like ah, it's just not hard. The, yeah, it's just hard to like really empathize with the character. Oh yeah, when you can't relate at all. That's why those moments where she's like, oh, I'm alone again. Like okay, that stuff you mm -hmm. can you know you can relate to, but. But all the other like New York stuff, especially for me, having grown up here and like being a New Yorker, I'm like, no, I can't yeah. relate to any mm. of that stuff. It's just bullshit. You know, yeah, what yeah. about this? What about this then? What do we think of Aiden's move to uh, to, to drop? Move. To drop yeah. Loved it. Power move. Great I think move. Great move. Super strong. And, super and the Sam and Richard story is good. That that's funny. Yeah. That worked. Yeah. You know. That was, I like that. He, of course, idea. was, she was getting presents and all the presents were signed best Richard. Yeah. So she tricked the assistant who she found out was buying the presents to write a card that said, love Richard. Yeah, she I kinda, bought that. She kind of did the same thing that Carrie did though. She wanted, wanted to get something and then once she got it, she was like, no. I love this bracelet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's 
I think that's like um, a conflict within a character that's mm -hmm. great that you can really build on and you can relate to yeah. and that's deep. Like that's a deep yeah. conflict that you're not yeah. able to say I love you to someone and that you're not able to let yourself go there. Yeah. That I think is actually deep. Well, and that's also been like in the episodes leading up to this one, that's been a theme with her too, right. that she's yeah. like, she can't commit. She can't so. like, she, this is the first guy that she's like kind of fallen for and didn't yeah. know what to do with it. My question is, so she told that guy, she was like, I'm not going to tell him that you, that I met you if you'll do one thing for me, then she got him to change it to say love. That dude's going to get fired. Gonna get fired immediately. He's going to get fired yeah. immediately because his job is to write best on all these things. Yeah. And then she was Richard like, Richard has very clear instructions. This dude's going to best lose his job Richard. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but really? Yeah. He, but because, then he said, I love you. That allowed him to be honest. Yeah. So. But that, but then he got, he, if you worked for a powerful person and they were like, here's your job and you're like, great. And then one day they see that, yeah, he like, was caught off guard. He was caught off guard and he gave in his emotions. But when he's this back on guard, fucker. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna ax that dude completely. Hey Dean, you're fired. Like, Best like Richard. He's like, Dean, I handled it because I'm Richard, and now I'm handling you. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah, I, I don't even, <laughs> I don't I, don't I feel know. like Hey Dean! Go buy a new job for yourself. Oh, no. He's gone. Best Dean's Richard. gone. I, I don't think Samantha totally played through the consequences for his life. No. No. <laughs> no I, just, just, he's not going to ever work in New York again. Dean was not meant to be a recurring character. Yeah. No. So he was it. That's, it's okay. Yeah. He was a co-star. He did great. If we can, he get, if we can get Dean on, we can. We can oh, is that God, the character's character yeah. name? I don't even know if it was Dean. Was it Dean? Uh-huh. Why was do you guys think it's Dean? I, I was know. just wondering that. I don't think I don't it was know. Dean I, I, at all. I heard someone say it and I went I just, with it. I, 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 <laughs> I don't I think, think it was Dean. <laughs> no, I didn't say Dean. I was like, oh, they remember you guys. I think I started that one. I apologize. That's okay. I hey. like it. I like it. I think his name's Dean. Assistant Dean. Freaking Dean. Um, yeah, I, I, if we get that actor on, we'll be like, so what, what do you think happened to your I don't character? think they say his name. I think it was, I think it was Dean Kane. Dean Kane. Dean Kane. All right. Uh, what about the big? Is there anything? So my question is like, like, what would you all do in that situation with big? Yeah, wait, like it wait, seems what, like what? it seems like she the amount that Carrie is in her own head. It seems like that would have been like quite a large hurdle to jump over to go back, humble yourself before big, and ask him for advice or money whatever she was asking for what's his last thing is he with anybody he's with everybody yeah he's no i mean he's he's just playing he's, he's a model he's, he's doing his deal he always has like some like model that he's got in his limo <laughs> he's just kind of doing his rules always just doing a lap with a model in the back exactly uh -huh. totally yeah so um, he's he's doing that but yeah i don't think we know if he's like in any sort of relationship but he's just being powerful yeah, I don't know that I, I they're just they're going to have to get something going. It's actually it's kind of scary now because a lot of people have said that the the best this we just got through the best part of the series and they said season five's not good. Yeah. Oh, and now it's just so, this so now it's like, I wonder if we're going to just start experiencing the, the darkness. I, I, like, <laughs> I wonder if we're going to have a few more good episodes. We have two more in this season. Well, she's going to Miranda's going to have a baby. Yep. That's going to that's going to be beautiful. I think they'll probably I'll be Steve. I bet we'll like deliver. Steve it. is a great character. I love Thank Steve. He's a fantastic character. Well, He's my favorite character. Um, you, you love Steve, obviously. I love Steve. Talk <laughs> yeah, about Steve it, yeah. is great. great. Uh, yeah, what, yeah. what do you like about Steve? I just feel like he's a real person. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it's not, he doesn't have this like 
pretentiousness, Mm -hmm. I guess, that they all, I mean, I get that they're kind of caricatures anyway, right? but I like that he's, he fulfills like a stereotype, but he's somehow, the actor somehow manages to still make him very real and sort of warm and, and yeah, just real. Like I believe him. I don't believe them a lot of the time. Yeah. Interesting. Of the four girls, is there one, is there one you identify with or connect with most? (laughs) No. Not one? I don't think I identify with, I mean, I think there's parts of them that I, I, all of them that I identify with. Do you think, do you think, uh, Steve and Miranda are, are a good couple together? Uh, do you think do you think know. that Miranda is worthy of Steve because it seems like you you're a Steve fan it's oh hard. I like Miranda too I like Miranda too um no yeah I think they he's she's worthy of him or he's worthy of her I don't know all right well yeah. we don't have our intro song but we're going to go to a, a what's it called a section a podcast, a podcast within, within a podcast. podcast. We usually have an intro song. We have a podcast within a podcast called Steve Talk, okay. where we just talk about, St- we talk all things Steve. <laughs> all things Steve. Okay. Uh, cool. Usually we try to reenact the scene that we would have liked to see in the show. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll get it going. So, it's just. So this scene is going to be Steve Talk. Yeah. It's Steve <laughs> Talk. It's Miranda. Steve talk. Okay. Miranda. So this episode of Steve Talk, Steve is actually going to catch news that Carrie needs the money. And Steve doesn't actually have the money, but I'd love to see him, you know, offer Carrie to help buy her apartment with, with what he does Are you ready, have. Steve? Uh, yeah. Corey's okay. going to play Steve. That's fine. Cool. Uh, who wants to play uh, Carrie? Um, Kevin I think, should play Carrie. Wait, I should play? I think you should play Carrie. Really? Yeah. yeah. Carrie, yeah. Okay, fine. This will be a real acting challenge because okay. we talked about how mm-hmm. it's non-relatable. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Um, okay, so. So the scene is that Carrie... Um, Carrie is, is or Steve catches wind that Carrie needs the money. He do, he doesn't have the money by any stretch of the imagination, but he's gonna so he offer knows. to he's gonna offer to do her a solid. Okay. Okay. So they run into each other on the street. Is this where it's course, happening? Yeah. This is where the scene is on. Or the maybe street. maybe Carrie goes into uh, the bar. Yeah, Steve owns a, a bar. bar. Yeah. He's, yeah. A he's, behind, he's behind the he's behind okay. the uh, bar making okay. drinks. Okay. Here we go. All right. Steve's behind the bar making drinks. <clears throat> Here we go. Hey, Steve. Oh, hey, Carrie. How are you? Uh, hey, listen, I'm kind of in the weeds right now. Uh, just uh, make it quick. You want a drink or something and get you a Narragansett? Uh, what do you mean in the weeds, Steve? I need a Cosmo. Okay. As always. Okay. Go with my Manolo. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, you look great, by the way. I love those. My favorite shoes are... Uh, Stop it, I, uh, Steve. Enough no- about me. Now you talk about me. Okay, well, I was. Hang on a second. All right, I got a couple boilermakers coming up over there. Do you guys want car bombs? Okay, sorry, I got a lot of customers. Um, hey, uh, let's cut to the chase real quick. Uh, what's going on? Have you seen Miranda? Steve. I'm gonna be homeless soon, and I'm gonna have to move to Weehawken. Oh, Weehawken! My, I don't know what to do. My cousin, uh, my cousin Barry lives in Weehawken. It's actually really? a pretty cool place. It's a good pizza place. Well, what do you need? Is do your you cousin need... Barry good looking? And uh, single? He's only got one eye. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so are they single in that sense? Single vision. Single vision. I what love you, it. What do you? Uh, yeah, you look. Do you need some help? I do need some help. Well, here's Steve. your Cosmo. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Do you have forty thousand dollars? Uh, I mean, I have this bar. That's like, uh, it's not a liquid asset, though. It kind of is, though, because it's a bar. Oh, Gary <laughs> Bradshaw, I love you. 
Um, Steve, I had this idea. Okay. What if you took a loan out mm-hmm. on your bar? Like, um, what do you call that? What do bank people call that type of stuff? I think that's called a second mortgage. A second <laughs> mortgage. Exactly. To help you buy an apartment? Yes. Steve, I would totally pay you back. It would take me some time, but you know I would, right? Steve? Uh, uh, yeah, I yeah, I know you would. You're one of Miranda's friends. You're good for it, I guess. Miranda's best friend, and I'm going to be godmother to your baby. Are you going to be the godmother? <laughs> yes. It's Steve Talk. <laughs> there we go. All right. There that, we I, go. That, I was like actually pretty invested in that story. I know. I, I, wanted to, yeah. I, thought, I thought you were going to offer shifts at the bar. I was oh, waiting for... I thought, you, oh. I thought you knew, so I was waiting for you maybe to make Ka- Maybe Carrie could redesign the menu at 450 <laughs> a word. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That would yeah. be really yeah. good. That would have been good. I just, I just love Steve Talk. It just makes me feel so happy. I know. That was, an, that was like Steve, Steve Talk. Great. That was like Steve Talk unplugged. We had, yeah. It was, we had it was, for that John, it was John's dream before... We, I didn't know who Steve was until we yeah. started the podcast. Wait, John, you just always talked about it because Katie loves Steve. Well, right? I think one day I will just do a, a podcast called Steve Talk. Right? <laughs> Steve talk is, about different Steve Steve's. is pretty great. How yeah. do you, yeah, because you you're fr- you grew up in New York. Is that why you think you relate more to him? Because he's written more like a real person? Maybe. And he's, Probably. he's a bartender. Yeah. He's like just like a regular dude. I didn't know he was a bartender, but he I owns just, a bar. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, he's a real. And also it's just the acting too. I feel like they, you know, they are very sort of affected in their acting and mm-hmm. that's the game and mm-hmm. that's that's like the kind of the appeal but he um at least in the scene that we just saw he brought so much like humanity to that scene mm-hmm. you know like you could tell that he loves her and that he has a sense of humor mm-hmm. and he was you know in the beginning of the scene he was just trying to you know work things out i don't know like he he had a levels yeah i feel like a lot of their acting is sort of like one note because it's so like caricature-y i think the stroking the microphone (laughs) kevin does that a lot kevin (laughs) actually does do that a lot do i really yeah you do it all the time very tactile yeah um (laughs) kevin just it's like the asmr yeah (laughs) totally i um what i was going to say as i stroked the microphone (laughs) uh was it's always interesting whenever like people uh like I wonder if he was written for people to fall in love with them as much as they did. Like I wonder if that's the actor or the writing, or if it goes back and forth. Like whenever there's a character that starts off, and then the fans of the character make the character live a longer life than they would have if I they just wrote them. I think that's the actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I so do. too. That there's just something that he has that it's like yeah, people just and want him around more. And then they start writing for him. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He He brings it to life in a way that the writers maybe wouldn't have uh, expected or even imagined. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. because because when did when did he come back into when when he got her pregnant? Oh yeah, they had a one night stand. Uh, (laughs) That can happen. Yeah, I want to specifically talk about Carrie and Charlotte. Yeah, the the fight scene and just that the what the antics that were occurred during this episode, like. Carrie, do you think it was appropriate for her to get upset at Charlotte for not offering? So it was set the a, scene because they were at, they, they were, were at, eating Chinese they were food. Chinese food. Carrie, yeah. Carrie sh- uh, ripped up a check that her extremely wealthy ex boyfriend gave her. Yeah, <laughs> so I agree could, with that. So like, she could guilt her friends into offering 
heard them yeah, alone. Yeah, that's bullshit. And then she got mad at Charlotte for not offering her money. Yeah. Um, is there any world in which you guys can defend Carrie's behavior? Or was it like universally accepted that she acted like an asshole? Uh, wait, so which, beha- which, which defender behavior? Which, like, which behavior? Yeah. Is that a bad move of Charlotte to not offer Hold on. money? The behavior at the Chinese food? No, the, the, the restaurant. At, when she goes well, to the, the house. first thing that, that Carrie got mad at is that Charlotte didn't offer. Right. Because everyone else offered. Everyone else And then offered. she showed up at her house and yelled at her for not right. offering. And so, so was that in her, like, should Charlotte, as Carrie's friend, gone through the motions and been like, I'll totally give you the money? Mm. Or like, is her not saying anything an okay thing to do? I think if there was a defense, the she could have said, instead of this is me, I'm doing my best to defend. Okay. So I'm not, but if there was an argument, maybe it would be like, instead of like, uh, Carrie's going actually through a crisis right now, it would have been nice if you were like, I can't help you out, but I wish you that like, instead of just totally avoiding it. I just think it's weird. She says, no, guys, I need to do this on my own. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And rips up the check. So then yes. why would she offer her the money? She yeah. says she wants to do it on her own. That's a good point. Yes, I understand that she might get upset that she didn't offer because everybody else, since everybody else offered, but it's totally manufactured to achieve what the episode wants to achieve, um, that she goes and gets upset at her. And then that makes Charlotte able to let go. I also don't think like, why does she have to let go of, go of the ring? Yeah. Why is it bad I that agree. she wears I, it around the house? I thought that was fine that it, she was like, I mean, at some I point like, it's no, like, no, don't get rid of the ring. I wanted, her, I wanted her to be like, hey, you could wear your Aiden ring around if you want or get rid of it. Like yeah. it's yeah. your yeah. ring. Or you could just how- sell, sell your shoes. You could do that too. You, like you have Although, the money in the closet. Just sell your shoes. Yeah. Is this this is not pre eBay, is it? eBay, no. yeah, eBay came in the nineties. Yeah, so yeah. she could do it on eBay. Just eBay your shoes one afternoon, and you'd have the money for your apartment. And That's then you do it all on your own. That's you fucked up. Yeah, and then we have like three episodes of her in like New Balance sneakers. Yeah, and it would be hilarious. And then there's that a whole other episode of her in Mailbox, etc., and UPS trying to <laughs> ship all the shoes out, and that's the story. Because yeah. that's terrible in New York trying to ship things. Right. Oh, it's, it's the true. worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so, they could have got into. There's so much. Can I share a personal? story that happened today at work yes yeah so for the last four years we've been working here and there's been the ups guy and the fedex guy Mm. and they're they're two great guys i like them both we have like protein bars in the closet that we hand out to them when they come in (laughs) and today there's a knock on the there's a knock on the door hungry and the ups guy was wearing no, the FedEx guy was wearing a UPS outfit. No, and shut I was like, up. It, oh, "What's happening? Is this <laughs> Halloween?" He's like, <laughs> "No, it's fine." It was the craziest thing. Wait, why that was it ever happened to me? And he's like, "No, nah, man, I quit my job last week, and the UPS hired me." He's like, no. "This is my what? new route." And I'm so like, now UPS shit. guys fucked. So I'm like, "You're what just all of a sudden." I don't know. He has the FedEx job. I don't know, but the FedEx guy <laughs> is literally now wearing UPS, <laughs> and it's the craziest thing in the world. Wow, it's it, insane. It's also crazy that it happened three days from halloween i'm sorry that i screamed this whole time exactly but i was like is this a, is this a halloween thing and then i kind of didn't believe him and i went downstairs and i saw him loading boxes into the ups truck wearing his brown uniform he I completely like that you didn't believe him and you followed him yeah. that would be like a curb your enthusiasm episode where he's like what the fuck you don't believe me fuck yeah. you i'm never delivering packages to you again yeah you call me a liar if he's if he's Give dressed us- up like a dhl guy next week i'm gonna lose my shit what if he comes twice in the same day once as 
says the FedEx guy and one says the UPS guy. I think he's messing Will with you me. give him protein bars each time? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> he's um, just wearing a mustache and glasses. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, hey. he's like, no, I'm a different person. <laughs> that anyway, is... Uh, that's awesome. That's the kind of thing Carrie would have to deal with if she was selling her shoes. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah, I mean... Great. I, uh, I think... Okay. What about the scene in the jewelry store? Are oh. you guys going to talk about that at all? Yeah. Drop the hard F. Dropping yeah. a hard F. Someone dropped yeah. a hard F. Yeah. Which they still did that on. She that said, was on Righteous. They, these, they say they say that on Righteous Gemstones all the time. So they, not all the time. They said it in that one times. episode once. Yeah, I feel like I feel <laughs> I like Dan, I love your strong assessment. You're like they do that all Danny the time. Danny McBride uses time. that a lot in his shows. Does he? Yeah, I feel like they he's bounding down. He's bounding down. They use he's bounding yeah. down. They say it. Yeah, but it is. It was, still, it, sh- it was still shocking. But then I will also defend it. Just that the character also said gypsies and a few other things. So yeah. I feel like she and was also definitely rhymed. It was a it rhyme. also rhymed because she said these baguettes. Yeah, and then my husband then turned she out to be a hard the ass. Word yeah, to rhyme with baguette. So the takeaway is that you can be homophobic and racist if you rhyme your words. No, but also it was wasn't well, that's a character how rap music you were goes. supposed to yeah. like, was it? <laughs> rap you music is the same you, way. They wanted you to hate that. Yeah, 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 that's true. She definitely was so. like, I feel like they were showing like she she was like, I don't know. I don't like know. One of those jo- Italian, like working class, like I don't know. It made sense. Also, when she's like, you can go. Sh- don't go to the gypsies I like how next. Cautious, door. you were even to bring it up. You're no, like, I didn't know if we you guys gonna- were like trying to avoid talking. <laughs> no, no, no. About that. Well, it's no. also like a classic. It's also a good example of how that's another thing of how the show like the way it ages. Yeah, like it, they it talk about that about like gay guys a lot yeah. in the show. Mm-hmm. But like, I did. It's also a gay guy wrote it. Appreciate them bringing in that experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like touching on that like darker side yeah. of oh yeah you know why marriages end i don't know i, yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. like oh yeah that's like a little more depth and substance wait, wait. That's what, what that's specifically because i'm trying to remember what gay? they talked about in the she scene. says that, her that her, that oh her, yeah she she divorced her husband because he was gay yeah 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 and yeah, that's yeah. that happens yeah and that's like horrible for women or for men to yeah. find out right it's it's hard to deal with so yeah. just like as like a a thing to touch on i i thought yeah. that it added a little bit of like grit or depth to, yeah to, totally. to it what did what uh, carrie went in because she was figuring out what to no, do with charlotte her. did Charlotte. Okay, that's floating. Yeah, floating necklace. Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. Yeah. That um, was the setup for her not Carrie being able to let yeah, go yeah. of her ring. She's yeah. too busy trying on shoes that she told the salesman she couldn't afford. Oh, that, that was alone a, makes me dislike her. How I, much is two point one six carats? That's a big. That's one point seven two. Wasn't it? No, two point one seven. Two point one seven. That's two point one seven. Fucking big. Big ring. Trey. Yeah. Hey, Trey. Yo, Trey. I know you're not on the show anymore, but props. <laughs> We respect you. <laughs> um, Trey would have floated carry the money. Certainly. I feel like Trey totally would have. Uh, yeah. Trey totally would have done it. Yeah. Would he have? Really? Yeah, he so. would have. Wasn't he pretty tight-fisted? No, no he was. His mom, Bunny. Was. His mom was. He was, he at the end, he, in the divorce, he gave Charlotte the apartment. He was like, you can have the apartment. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay, so one of the right. things that we do at the end is we uh, give it a Cosmo rating, one to a five. Cosmo co- ra- rating. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one to five Cosmos. You can do half and quarter Cosmos. Yeah. You know it's great. We had on uh, we had on some guests and we ex- they listened to the podcast, but we didn't like. I don't know. Some people say they listen. You don't really know if they yeah. do. And we're like, and then they interrupted. They're like, we know half and quarter Cosmos. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so that's nice. nice. Shout out Herstory. Um, so. Uh, 
based on however you would like to do it. We will all come up with one and then we'll justify our yeah. ratings. So why don't we take a few seconds to think about what our potential Cosmo rating would so be. So five is the Five the, is like, the highest. Highest rating. Five is the, the highest. Zero is the lowest. Half, half and quarter. And quarter. Oh, and if you want to get real Which granular. Is, quarter Cosmos don't show up a lot, but they can come in handy. Yeah. Okay, I have mine. For seven fives. Yeah. Two fives. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have mine. All right, I have mine. Um, I have mine. Four, three, two, one. Three, three cosmos. I said, I said three. I said three also. I said 2.5. I said two. Oh, John, you start with the lowest. Or should we start with the highest, then we go down? I, either's, either's fine with me. Um, I'll start. We'll, we'll go this way. Oh, gosh, I just hit my microphone. <laughs> we'll go this way, and then we'll end with, we'll end with you. Right. Uh, with Lucy. Uh, so... I gave it three. It was a messy episode in terms of like themes and it wasn't like, like the one we watched before this, mm. it was like, even if, even if you hated the show, I feel like the one we watched before it, you could be like, that was four solid story arcs. They tied that together with those characters. Mm. This one was like, I don't know. The Miranda storyline was just that she farted a lot. I mean, granted you get her and you, you were, you're seeing that her and Steve are going to end up together. And I think props to, to him to for, you know, she needed that dick. He gave it to her. He Steve came through. Steve, <laughs> Steve came through like a champ. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did it. Um, uh, and it wasn't even in the contract, you know. <laughs> but um, no, I just yeah, I thought it was kind of like messy all over the place. And then the Richard Samantha thing, I don't feel like you're getting a ton more out of it, you know. Um, and uh, I actually think you got some good stuff out of Charlotte. I, like, I feel like Charlotte kind of got played in the end, but I don't know. I don't know. There's just like a lot of stuff where like tonally it felt kind of weird. It just felt like a little bit of a letdown from what we've seen before. And it all kind of was based around this. And you're right. It did wrap up very nicely where it's like, and now she owns an apartment again after she literally had $1,500 her name. That doesn't happen in New York. She should have had to at least stay with, on someone's couch for a month. Yes. Yes. That would have been more realistic. Yeah. And it was, it would have been a good opportunity to, I, I don't know if this happens, but it would have been a good opportunity to then like f have a, a few little arc where she finds a new place yeah. or she like goes to a new neighborhood or something. So yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, and so what you gave it three, three. Yeah. I gave it 2.5 and I would just say a lot of missed opportunities. There was ways that they could have made it funnier. Um, and then there were ways that they could have made it, uh, maybe just better in a lot of ways. And also I just don't like, like the less you like these characters, like Carrie focusing on her, the less you like it, the more it's like, eh, I don't know. There's, there's nothing to grab onto besides I would say the Steve thing. I yeah. think that was a very selfless act for him to yeah. I, I make her orgasm multiple times. I gave it a two. I should have probably gone 1.5. I think the writers all got in the room and they're like, let's write an episode of this show that John will hate the most. <laughs> an episode about how Carrie is moping around, asking her friends for money when she shouldn't, uh, and just being overall uh, a, a, a dramatic diva and bad friend. Um, there was like some parts that I laughed at, but overall, like this super heavy carry focused on how bad of a person she is episode. Not for me. Yeah, I gave it three because I haven't actually watched that many episodes, mm -hmm. so I don't mm -hmm. have a lot to compare. It's a great show. It's what? 
Sex and the City is a great yeah, show. Yeah, no, and I agree with that totally. I would never shit on Sex and the City, obviously. <laughs> Not on this podcast. No, no, it's a great show. <laughs> um, I, um, I just think, yeah, that there was like missed opportunities, like you said, and there was opportunities to make it deeper and like take more risks and mm-hmm. like kind of, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like surprise the audience a little more, like was very safe and sort of just like skidding along the surface of things yeah. Yeah. skidding is that a word yeah yeah, so. yeah. skidding, yeah. Yeah. skidding. <laughs> skidding. that's what they do on Saturday Night Live they do some skidding, skidding. Every week. skidding. <laughs> well thank you so, thank much, you so for, much for joining us on thank the podcast thank you so much where can we find where can we find you on social media we can obviously oh, find um, you on Overwatch it, uh, Overwatch uh, Instagram is you love Lucy like the letter U L O V E L U C I E and then good handle Lucy Pole Comedy cool Lucy Amazing. Pole Comedy um yeah thank you so much and uh please rate and review if you're listening yep. shout out to Crizzle teddy and Crizzle teddy. a costello i believe just put up download overwatch on your uh, nintendo switch yeah, if you have one on switch do it can you uh, play with the new nintendo ring is that out yet i don't think so i think that's like the new wii oh is that a thing i think it is play, <laughs> play with mercy play. heal some people yes. yeah play with mercy yes. get out there follow us on spotify oh, what do you say at the end play. what's your what's your tagline heroes never die Amazing. Nice. Amazing. It's a Bradshaw Boys exclusive right there. All right, everyone, ballcock. <laughs> Bye. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>